Welcome to Why Not Us Podcast. It's your host, Ken J. And tonight's series, F Being Fat. F Being Fat. Period. And I got my co-host with me. Let them know your name, man. My name is LaShonda Allen. LaShonda Allen in the building. So let's (laughs) talk about it, F Being Fat. When you think about F Being Fat, what do you think about? Well, I think about when I when I think about F being fat, I think about like just forget it. Time to make a change. Self accountability. Yes. F to excuses. Yes. F a workout partner. Yes. Uh F uh I'm gonna pass out. Cause if you don't do it, you can pass out and die anyway. So you might as well just go ahead and do what you gotta do, you know? Facts, facts. I agree. F being fat means to me no more hiding behind your fat because for so long that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just you know eating with my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and just eating, just not even being thinking about. It. I'm just eating what it is like. My brain was like yo eat donuts, right? Like I know the donuts in there, so I go eat the donuts. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like, man, it's just that my mindset, you know what I'm saying? I just, you know, if I'm in a bad place, I want to eat. If I'm in a good place, I want to eat. Right. But it won't like I was eat, eat, eating, eating, but I was eating. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? But you was, you you weren't eating the right thing. You weren't eat, overeating, but you would just, you be snacking. and wouldn't Yeah, eat yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I was being lazy, so I wasn't doing nothing. I was just sitting there eating. And not like sitting there, like, I ain't taking no shower lazy, but, like, just not really focus on, right? you know what I'm saying? Nothing. You know, I just, I didn't have no energy. You feel what I'm saying? I did. I was at a real dark place. So that's the vibe, man. Yeah, that's what pretty much happened to me. Like, well... I was always like, because I'm 4'11", so I was like, um, I'm not tall, but I always had like a that right body. You know, I was thick, you know, but I wasn't, you know, I was okay, you know. But what happened was, you know, as I got older, even when I'm my fourth child, I still wasn't big, you know. But when uh, my fifth child, I wasn't big, but what happened was I was in a marriage to where... I was stressed a little bit and started out being a little bit. Then it started being a lot. Then I wasn't, it was new to me because I came, I went from the streets to the church. Well, I grew up in church, but I was in the streets for years. And I came and tried to settle down, got married. And, you know, I used to be the type of person, wasn't a confusion starter, wasn't a troublemaker, but I had to go from, being about their life to thinking twice, you know what I'm saying? Cause I had a lot to lose. So then I was in the house and stuff like that. So I just had to, it was just like a lot of changing, you know what I'm saying? And so I ended up like snacking, ended up um, being in the house with my kids, watching, watching different stuff, going to school, snacking. And, and, and I never knew I was an emotional eater until last year. So this whole entire time, I never knew I was an emotional either. I was like, I'm not, I'm not like the people on 
you know, like they be on TV. You know, I'm not them. I don't eat, drink no gallons of tea and all of that. But I still had an issue. It's not, it, your issue don't have to be exactly the issue of somebody else, but it's an issue. I had an eating issue. Yeah. And then medically, um, when I was pregnant with my fifth child, I was diagnosed with preeclampsia toxemia. And I had a lot of buildup fluid, which is dangerous because you can die from that. Then I had uh, got high blood pressure. It was supposed to be only throughout the pregnancy, but they started off with taking the five milligram pill, but I wasn't taking it. And, um, you know, you don't do what they say, and then you're not changing your habits. You're just only making it worse for yourself. And so uh, I just, they kept saying I had high blood pressure, and then I was young, really weren't paying attention to it. And then it started getting out of control. Then I, then my marriage, my because this is my second marriage. My first marriage wasn't going great, you know, and I was eating, snacking, and stuff like that. And then medicine that became a factor. And then um, I still got a little thick, little thicker, thick fat. I call it thick fat, cause you know. And so then after the when I got pregnant, like a few, couple of years later with my sixth child, then the same thing happened. And then I ended up getting. Uh, I wasn't trying to get pregnant, but I ended up getting pregnant and I was depressed because I was at that time I was going to get a divorce, but I became pregnant in the state of Texas. You can't, you can't divorce your spouse if you're pregnant. So I couldn't do that. And so I was like, basically I was stuck. So with emotion and like trauma, I was, I didn't, that was another thing. I didn't ever face trauma. I never got healed. So that was another reason for weight gain and stuff like that. And I just said, forget it. Then I started cooking because I was running the streets. So you go from running the streets to having a peace of mind and being at home, you gonna cook cakes and stuff like that. And that's what it was. And it just, then I started seeing myself and then I was like, okay, you know, I smoked cigarettes at one point in time in my life. And then I didn't, I was at a, I was at a stagnated weight, like about 150. I was okay with that a little bit and then just life and it just kept the more medications because medications can become a factor too because you it's everything have a side effect you know and then uh dairy dairy was another thing that could cause swelling and just weight gain and like i said like you said basically i wasn't a big eater i was a snacker but i was it was a late night not being active not walking not ex mm -hmm. not drinking enough water to push that stuff out and then eating a lot of processed foods, you know? Yeah, that sound that sound about right. And you, you sit here and think about it like what what made me realize it is, you know, when I really started loving myself, I was like, yo, I'm fat as fuck. That's what I said to myself. Like, yo, I'm fat as fuck. Yeah. I was like, damn, I'm fat as fuck. Like, I never said that to myself. Like I never Said I was fat as fuck. I never really held myself accountable for my weight. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So everybody else will try to hold me accountable. So if somebody else be like, Kendra, you need to lose weight. I'd be like, okay, so I lose weight for them. Mm -hmm. Right? So I'm just losing weight to make everybody else happy. But I really don't want to lose weight because my mind isn't even right to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And so that's basically what happened. You know what I'm saying? I've always been thick. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, 
after a period of time, the weight just kept piling and piling and piling and piling and piling and piling. Like, I'm, I'm, man, listen, um, I was just on the verge of almost being 400 pounds. Really? Yes. On wow. the verge of being um 400 pounds. When I started the weight loss plan, you know what I'm saying? Now, what I got going on right now, mm-hmm. I was 389 pounds. So wow. today, I, you know, I lost 22 pounds. And that's good. Yeah, so. Yeah. Just, you just got to, you know, keep it up. And like you said, self-accountability. Because I was like, first of all, this is my thing, too. Like, when I go get my clothes, for one, like, why do y'all have all the big people clothes like this? Like, it looked like cut-up sheets, drapes, uh, you know, and then, like, I, I, I was getting in the garden. You know, I got tired of looking at clothes, a bunch of dandelions, and then you look at the other section, you be like, dang, they just got some solid regular stuff over here, then you come in the plus size. Why everything gotta have flowers on it? Right. <laughs> like, I didn't, you know, I got tired of then what got me was when I was like, okay, I know I wear this size, and then I got the size, and it was like 22, 24. I was like, 22, 24 who? And I was just like, no. And then it was like some pictures that I was Oh, when I went to San Diego last year, and I was like, uh-uh. No, when I tried to order my bathing suits, and now I got two eggs. And then I'm like, I'm going to send you the pictures when we get off a lot. But, <laughs> okay, let me stay focused. But, you know, I was like, like this, like I was like under arrest. Like, it was so tight. Hold on. So you trying to say that you was the Michelin tire man, you know? What? Yes, I was that. I was like, and then I'm like telling the girl, I'm like, this is not a size two X. She talking about the size and I'm small. I'm like, but you didn't say that. But it's just the fact, like, I'm not. I'm tired of arguing people about is that the right size? You know why the size don't fit right? I got tired of looking at the flowers on the clothes on the plus size clothes. Walmart, different people clothes, Forever Twenty One, and I'm like, eh, I, I'm tired of it. You know, so. Well, it was. I noticed when I, when we was in San Diego, and I looked at the pictures when we came back to Texas, and I was like, my face fat. Like it's well, I always got big cheeks because my face is fat now, but it was like that swole. Like I ate too much salt, kind of fat. Okay, I got you. So it was yeah. like swollen, and and then I was like, I don't like that. But bagging up, I did know that it was it was medically too because it's different reasons. That's why it's so important to get in touch with yourself. Because you just never know what it could be, you know? Yeah. Uh, like like our case, emotional eaters and stuff like that. But at the same time, at the flip side of it, uh, grief had took a toll on me, too, because I was taking care of my mom, who had stage four bladder cancer. So I was in the house with her, but I was going to college, too, but I was still stressed, you know? And then I didn't want to get on the table because you had to participate. I didn't want to get on the table for them to massage me and all that stuff because I was heavy. But then I was still taking care of my mom. And then the closer she got to declining, I ended up just staying there. So it was just like in the house eating, you know, and then stress when you can eat when you're stressed too. And um, I was, it's like, dang, I went to the hospital, like probably within a month, like no lie, like 10 times a month. For you? Yes. Cause I was like, my heart was always palpitating. I would feel like I, I was going to die. I had aspirin on the table in my purse on a nightstand in the kitchen because I was so afraid to die. And uh, they found out I had sleep apnea. 
Okay. Which is dangerous, which can, if it's untreated, it can, you can gain weight as well too. So it was so many different things in my thyroid. I, I was hyper. And then when I had my thyroid removed, part of it, like up under here, it's a cut if you can see. Mm -mm. Like, let me show you. You see, like, can you see? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I see like, it. Yeah, so it was a, they took out part of it in which it made it hypo, which is a deficiency, you know, and uh, of everything, everything is um, low. It's low, it's mean the, the thyroid is acting, underactive. And so I was getting away with that. It's hard to lose weight with that. So you have to find out different ways that's good for you and that's safe, you know? Yeah. So, see, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. So I was like, oh my God, like, I don't really know what to do. They saying, don't do this. Don't walk too fast. Because if I walk too much, which I had, I was good at walking because I would, I would walk my kids to school, even when we had a car and I would walk to the track, I would walk around the track in Louisiana like five or six times. And then I'll walk back home. I I even uh, used to cut the front part of our yard because that's exercise. But they started telling me not to do that because my heart rate would get up to like 150, 165. I would be thinking that I was getting ready to get up out of here. And I was always at the hospital. Like I have like scar tissue in my veins, like in the middle of my arms when them sticking me so much. And um, it was just always blood pressure. Or sometimes my blood pressure would get up to like 200 or one something. And I would literally feel like death, you know? And I, at one time I was on like six different blood pressure medications. At the same time? Plus thyroid medication. And then I was on uh, stuff for like potassium because I had a deficiency in potassium. And then I was swollen still because um, I was on one medicine called hydro hydrochlorothiazide, which was a water pill. Yeah, I take that. But I was still swollen, you know? So, and then you got to be careful with that one because long-term use is not good for it either. Because that, that was, it was supposed to be helping me flush, but at the same time, it was it caused me to gain weight too. But you know what? What I'm gonna do? I ain't gonna be so all this weight. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be that's my plan to get off medicine. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? As as the weight, and I'm learning how to eat better, better habits. I'm not being on that medicine no yeah, more. Yeah, I had changed that because I, I I had you know I had made the changes then, and then I was trying to do it myself. But then I was like, you can't do it yourself if you're not doing the habits. So it's good that you. Take picking up good habits, eating habits, and stuff like that. Because some people are like, I'm not taking the medicine, but you're not doing what you're supposed to do either. So right. you're saying that you're not taking the medicine, but you're not taking the initiative to do what you're supposed to do. You know, yes. you're not look, you're not taking the time to go check up on yourself. I tell anybody, go check on yourself. Go to the doctor. Like if you have insurance, basically, even if you don't have insurance, there's so many places out here now you can get like medical free medical insurance where you can pay five dollars a month. I'm pretty sure they have a visit. You can pay that anywhere. And they have a thing now, even here in Texas, I don't know how it is out there. They have it to where you can get like uh, Texas women, healthy women, uh, you can get checked up. And then they have like a hospital here called JPS. You can see a doctor. It's county, but they have, they are some of the best hospitals because a lot of these bougie hospitals, I've been to some bougie hospitals and, they sent me home. My blood pressure one eighty over uh, one hundred and two. So they really don't care about you at the upscale hospitals, kind of like type vibe. Understand too, and I've experienced two things. People say they're not doing me this and doing me that because I don't have insurance. 
I have my husband had me on top notch insurance and they don't. And 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 another thing too, when since the pandemic and COVID, they don't care about nothing but COVID. Now they're just gonna be caring about monkeypox. They don't care what's going on. They'll send you home so many people, but you have to take in consideration that you have to learn how to have self-love because even with me taking care of my mama, you know, I was neglecting myself. And then when my mama died, the grief was just like so unbearable. Like to the point, I just wanted to check myself into a mental hospital because it was just, it was hurting that bad. Then three months later, I found out that I had cancer, kidney cancer, kidney cancer. I had been to the doctor a, a billion times and they did not see that. It was God sent. I believe it was God sent this man and I went one day because I was feeling so bad and he did a um, CT scan with contrast and they found the um, they found the cyst they found the nodule on my kidney and then I did a second opinion and then it, it was cancer renal cell carcinoma and that's why I was swelling too because the kidneys if it's not functioning right it make you swell you, you get swollen and stuff like that so you know, you have to be careful with that. And then after that, I had to have surgery. I had to have a partial nephrectomy. And then I don't want to go through that. What that mean? Uh, they took part of my left kidney. So mm. I have uh, my I have a half a kidney on my left side, the full kidney on my right side. But I have to be careful. You know, I have to be careful. And so that's why I do a lot of stuff to so I won't go back. To those habits and but i was still i still had gained weight you know but yeah but but you gotta like what about the thyroid right the thyroid does that though like you can't how how can you can't be in control of what your thyroid do mm -mm. hold on one second hold on one second I'm sorry, Kendra. I'm sorry. You but good? Yeah, you can't be uh, in control of your thyroid. You can't be control of your thyroid. You have to be. Uh, that's Kenzie, girl. Hold on. Hey. Shut up, Kenzie. But you can't. You have to be in control. You can't. You not. You don't have control of your thyroid to a certain extent. But when you get your medicine and you you keep the date, keep up to date on your medicine and your appointments seeing the doctor for your thyroid is there's a thing there are things that you can do now yeah. you die from thyroid I yeah i know yeah what i'm saying is you know like you taking the medication and everything right you taking the medication you doing everything you're supposed to do with the medication and they telling you you can't walk and all that so you just gotta be mindful of what you eat mm -hmm. you gotta be mindful of what you eat but then also too you have to find out too what's best for you because they're telling telling you that you can't walk you can't exercise. You can't do this. Okay, but what can I do? Because you telling me that I can't do this and I can't do that. So basically, you want me to just sit here because I'm gonna gain weight again if I'm just sitting here not being active. My legs used to be so swollen, you know, and then thyroid used to be like making my mood swing get up. Then they want to give me the, the antidepressant, which causes weight gain as well, you know. So it's basically like one of every time you go to the doctor, says them finding the root problem is okay. We're gonna prescribe you this, this, and that. And it wasn't until one day I was looking at my nightstand. I was like, dang, this is like 16 bottles of medicine. Even though I wasn't taking all of them, 
But that let me know that, listen, you have to pay attention to your own body. You have to learn your own body. Go and get a test to see what you're all allergic to because that's a matter that matters too. Yeah. Um, dealing with trauma, childhood trauma. I was still pissed off about me getting uh molested starting at four years old and 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 then all the way up until I was living gang raped at twelve, having a baby at twelve and never really dealt with that. And you know, domestic violence, mama issues, daddy issues, just just different stuff that'll cause you so when you get in that depressed state or whatever, because you really don't know how to deal with it, because in our community, they shun uh, getting help for mental illness. Yes. It's and they down upon so much, you know? Yeah. They want you to pray. They want you to pray about it. Like, yeah, that, that's all they say. is <laughs> all these people here. Yeah. It's, it's pray about it. It's pray about it. Pray about it. Yeah. Prayer, now, prayer does change the things. However, God has placed doctors here. He didn't. Who, who gave them the knowledge? Right, right. God, God has placed doctors here, but just like God not going to help us, he, he can help us, but at the same time, you have to help yourself too. So just like you have to find out there are good doctors and there, there are just doctors who just don't care, you know, and I had to make this conscious decision like, okay, I met this lady. I was crafting in my, in my, doing my grief because I had, um, I was grieving and then I was getting ready to prepare for my surgery. Well, I had my surgery already. I take it back. I had my surgery already to remove my, my kidney, part of my kidney. Okay, then I let my my stepmom come here. Mind you, had I lost my real mother, my biological mother. And I was kind of skeptical at first because it was COVID, but I let her because at the time I didn't know how it was going to play out, if I was going to even make it because my mama just died from cancer. So I let her come. She stayed. She coughed three times, baby. I'm sorry, she had to go. I had to tell her she had to go uh, back home, so she went back to Houston. Hold on, hold on. What you mean she coughed three times? Like she like, <laughs> and that's when COVID was fresh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I was like, uh, I think you probably should go home so you can go see your doctor, you know. But she had, uh, she went home, and then. Like a week or so later, when I was able to get up, moving around, I was sitting at the computer and she called me and she was like, hey. And I said, hey. And she was like, um, I'm in the hospital. And I was like, oh, what, your asthma? Because she had really bad asthma. She was like, no, nah, y'all need to go get tested. I'm like, tested for what? We don't have asthma. She was like, I have COVID. Girl, I could have mm. sat out the chair. So then I didn't get it right off back. I got tested, but that doesn't mean anything. They did like a quick test. And, and then, but come to find out, I started sneezing a lot. And then I ended up having COVID to the point to where I had to be hospitalized. I almost died. Like, literally. And then I had to be on this machine, not the ventilator, but it was like a BiPAP machine. So I had to be on that to help me breathe. And I really thought I was going to die. And a lot of it was, too, was because of my weight. You know my way because I couldn't. When I went to the bathroom, it was like it felt like I had walked so far, you know, and it was just right across from my bed, and my heart rate would go up to like one forty-five and stuff like that. That's really high to be going just walking to the bathroom. But anyway, the speed alone, my um, I got released. They wanted me to put. They wanted to put me on a uh, uh, ventilator. They said you can we could give you this medicine that we tested now. I was like, I don't want that. Because if I can't pronounce it, I don't need to take it. And if you can't give me a better explanation on what it is, besides just telling me it's a trial run, 
I'm not taking it. So I didn't take it, but she did. And I ended up getting better. I ended up letting my stomach, doing everything that they told me to do. And then I started feeling a little bit better than I was. And uh, I didn't have to be put on the ventilator. And then I was eventually, I was released. I never forget it, August 16th. But my sister called me and told me that my mom had died. My stepmom had died. So I lost my biological mother and my um, stepmom. Yeah. And so, again, grief. So I was didn't feel right, was depressed, taking the medicine and stuff like that. So all that was a factor. And then I still, I ended up being alone, went on a vacation. And I, that's when I got tired of it. And that's when I decided to have the, um, the gastric sleeve. Okay. So look, when you had the gastric sleeve, was it scary? Mm -hmm. Listen, the more you get to know me, you'll know that I'm dramatic. Okay. But when it comes to being under knives and stuff like that, I was very scared for the simple fact that you found out a lot of stuff, how people's hearts really were, you know, whether it was prejudice and stuff like that. You just found out a lot of stuff about a lot of people. So I was nervous. You know, I, I want to know the and a lot of doctors was, was worn out, you know? And so I was scared, but I, I did like a year research and I was still scared. I did everything they told me to do. I had to go to a mental evaluation and all of that. And I was just transparent and honest with them. Yeah, I ate some crawfish and crab legs. I had this, I had that. Uh, did you have anything healthy? No. Nope. <laughs> you know, I was just like, it was like, do you plan on doing right? And I was like, yeah. So by the by the fifth visit, I started like doing stuff, trying to, I was uh, declining off a cold drink. So I would get Sprite and mix it with lemonade. You know, trying to decrease my intake from the cold drink, and which I shouldn't like, be drinking it. So you saying like cold drink, meaning like just soda, mm -hmm. fruit punch and stuff. Yeah, fruit punch, um, fried stuff. Now I would do, you know, because like I said, you, you can't. You have to be realistic with yourself because that's another reason why people don't be successful in weight. You just can't go cold turkey. And what may, what worked for Sister Watermelon might and Sister Cantaloupe might not work. <laughs> you know, they might have ate one ball egg and a couple of, a teaspoon or three teaspoons of oatmeal, but really that's not even a really really healthy way to diet, though. You know, that's not a healthy way to diet. So, you know, because you can't starve yourself and make your body think you're starving. You're still supposed to have three meals, it's right? So and choose what you're, you know, making the right choices on what you should eat. So I had to go through that. I went through that. I started out early, and then August 31st was when it really got real because I had to start my uh, liquid diet. And the liquid diet, it shrinks your liver because if they go in and and your liver is still fat, then they'll close you back up, and, and you won't have – it's the whole surgery pointless. So basically, that's why you get on the liquid um, diet to shrink your liver. Mm-hmm. Because if you eat any type of processed food, overweight, your liver is fat, which is unhealthy because your liver is like a storage, you know, and it's supposed to, it's a filter. And so it's it's supposed to be like, it's not supposed to be fat. It's not supposed to do none of that because it's supposed to be able to flow with different stuff so you can be able to. It, go, it 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 all has something to do with your digestive system and all of that. So all that matters. 
So you want you don't that doesn't need to be fat at all. So um, that's another thing. But when you start when you stop eating the processed foods and stuff like that, then you'll be able to um, actually you'll feel better. It'll like flush you out. The liver is really important. You know, I found that out. I found it out that the liver plays all of our organs plays a big part in our body. Little do we know, and 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 doing this journey, I learned a lot about that. Like it, it plays a part. The kidney, uh, the kidneys, the liver, uh, lungs, all that stuff. God is so amazing because He made everything. It's the purpose for all of it. You know, the heart, all that. The kidney and the heart connect. It, it, it's their cousins. They function. They, you know, they function together. You know, um, all that. So it's it's very important that you pay attention to all this stuff because. I, I got on the liquid diet and it was hard. I wanted to fight my husband. Um, I was going off on my kids because it's like basically it's like you. I ain't never smoked crack, but it. What, what I see how people go through the withdrawals and all of that. That's how I feel. Because you detoxing, you know. Yeah, you, stuff. you detoxing. Yeah, I understand because you know yeah. when I like listen first when I started my uh. My my uh lifestyle change, that's what I'm gonna mm -hmm. call it. Man, the first day I'm like, all right, man, I could do that, man. Like the second day I was mad, like, man, I can't do it. <laughs> I mean then I had to like I can't do this, and then after that, I ain't never complain about it no more. Yeah, and so you have to talk to yourself because I was like, and then I was like telling my husband, I was like, man, I want a cold drink. He was like, Oh, he was like, oh, here, darling. I was like, dang, you supposed to be like, no, you don't need that. He was like, well, and I'd be like, okay, everybody, we going to eat this, bake this, we going to do this, we going to drink this and do this. He was like, no, hold up, you on the uh, diet, not me. And I was like, I feel like he wasn't supportive in that area. Now, he supported me in everything else, but when it came to the diet lifestyle change with the eating, listen, he from Louisiana, he was trying to eat all his stuff. <laughs> he wasn't trying to... He wasn't trying to do nothing, but that's when I realized too, like, it's not about him. I couldn't even be mad. It's about me. It's what I want to do. And I'm so glad I did it. Now, when I woke up, I was like, I was scared at first. I kept talking to them and like, what y'all going to do now before they put me to sleep? Girl, I thought you was talking about you was talking to them while you was getting it done. I was about to say, bruh. I was talking. I was like, what y'all going to do now? And you know, trying to basically talk myself into being calm. And I was like, how long is it going to take for me to wake up and stuff like that? But my cardiologist, he had approved it because you, uh, the right, that's another thing. If you're going to get these surgeries, whether it's a gastric sleeve, bypass, BBL, any type of surgery, you know, if they, if you're, if the doctors are not questioning for you to get like certain clearances on stuff to have the surgery, run. Because if anything, God forbid, anything happen, your family can't sue them. That's scary, though, when, when you sit here thinking about, like, so, you know, man, like, with the BBL, mm -hmm. that is, that's not, like, no doctors in the U.S. do that? Um, Yeah, it is doctors in the U.S. that do it, but it's, like, it's some doctors that's just about the money, you know, and some doctors go strictly by the book and that's why you notice like a lot of people they be living in certain areas but they'll go way to miami or go way to 
somewhere. Now I could have went to um uh New Mexico to get mine, but for what? Because my doctor is local, 20 minutes away from my house, that's gonna do it. But at the same time, guess what? If I didn't lose a certain amount of weight, if I didn't do my um if I didn't pass my my test where you know, if I didn't go through the mental evaluation, if I didn't do all the pre-steps, you know, if I didn't meet a certain BMI, then they, he was not going to do the surgery. Oh. He was not going to do it. That's another thing. People don't want to do the work. They want to do everything quick. Like, mm -hmm. I, I went through a process of that, and then my insurance, the insurance, that's how a lot of people pay out of pocket, too, because the insurance, they don't approve a lot of stuff either if you don't do your part. Okay, so your part meaning um doing the liquid, you losing the do they yeah. want you to do they want you to lose weight too, right? Yeah, changing habits, even if it's like even if they require that you lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds, it's something because people have to realize the surgery, first of all, let me say this the gastric sleeve, people say that's the easy way out. No, it's not the gastric sleeve or the bypass, because it's it's really a big lifestyle change. And people think it's the easy way out. And I'm not just saying it because I had to gastric sleep. It's really not because I thought it was going to be all this and that. But no, it's really, you really, I see why they make you see a, uh, a nutrition person and um, psychiatrist. Yeah, I see why. Because it's really mental. Because you can have this surgery. I lost 108 pounds. And you can still, it's a mind thing. Because you can easily get back into that. Like I've been dealing with different stuff, and so it's easy for me to be like, "Okay, go get your cold drink." But I've been doing it, and I'm not saying I'm not tempted in that area, but I just make it to where I just make myself get stuff that I know that I'm gonna do that I've been used to doing it. Because after 21 days, it becomes a habit, and then you just keep on being consistent. That's the key. That's the key to anything: being consistent. But like, even with me losing 108 pounds, I have a lot of extra skin. Like, my arms, see that right there? I got bat wings right here. Can you see? And that ain't no, that ain't. But see, my real, my regular, I don't know if you can see it, but my arm, like, my arm, like, is really, like, smaller, but all this fat right here. You ain't. Mm -mm. You can't see it? I see it, but I don't see, like, all that fat. You see it right now? It's jiggling. Man, chill with that, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, oh my, bro. <laughs> it's Jesus, so I call him the bad wings. <laughs> I call the bad wings. So, yo, listen, friend, it, you, I got, I'm gonna have that removed. Like my stomach, like. Hold on, I'm sorry, bro. Why do you do that? Why you shake? Why you shake? Why you shake like a chicken wing, man? Yeah, because I'm trying to let you know, like, so I got extra skin. So yeah, but it ain't extra skin. It's like skin to me. It's extra skin. So, and my stomach extra skin. So America. But, I, <laughs> but my my doctor, my doctor won't. Um, and then like in my inner thighs, I was showing my husband. I was like, oh my god, girl, friend. Then my butt it left. Why? I guess because I'm losing. I, I thought I had a big booty, but. No, hold up. You lose weight in your butt? When you lose weight, you lose weight in I your butt. I hope I lose weight in my butt. Yeah, you lose. But so, what I've been doing now is like, what limited because you know I have a back issue. Mm -hmm. So, which I already had that even when I was small. 
but like doing the little squats a little bit and like doing like different stuff, like with the little rubber band thing. Mm-hmm. It's different ways you can do it to like do your booty, you know. So, but um it's crazy because I was like, oh my God, babe. And he was like, what? I was like, my butt is just it left. Look. And he was like, babe, it's okay. I was like, no, it's not you just saying that because you're my husband, but it's gone. It's like, I mean, I got a little bit, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what I had, it was just like, so anyway. So I'm I, glad, I'm glad, you know what I'm saying? You can, you know, once I continue to lose weight. You know what I'm saying? I'll be able to lose the rear end a little bit. Yeah, and you probably won't. You just and you probably won't for me. But a lot of people saying it does. But but I can't like the other day. I was see. I was able to see my uh my shape like like my figure. You know, even mm-hmm. still losing. But I was able to see. But now I'm. I am getting my the extra skin from my stomach. I am getting it removed because. Because I will be way smaller than what I am now because I have that extra skin, but I just know how to wear my clothes. Yeah, that's what I I most definitely uh, want to, um, you know, you know, you know, get that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I might have like a three pack, but. Yeah, even with my doctor, he, he's not going to do, because he was like, well, I'm not going to, you have to wait a year. Some people go and they have to sleep or whatever. They go out of, t- out of the country or in another state to have the skin removal. And you you setting your chances up, you putting yourself at risk because each and every time you go under the knife, your um, you know, your immune system is weakened. You have to build your lungs back up. So my doctor told me that um he'll do it, but I still have to be a certain BMI. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. I still have to be a certain BMI and it has to be a year. The date has to be a year when I uh when I can get the removal. And you gonna do that, right? Oh yes, I'm gonna do it for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna do it, man. Listen, this was amazing, y'all. This is the a series, so you gonna hear from me and Lashonda again. Listen, though, it's F being fat. Anybody out there that's losing weight, I'm not gonna even say trying because I'm taking it out of my vocabulary. Just keep going. Just mm. keep going. You got any advice to tell them, LaShonda? Um, just be consistent um, and just do what you know to do. Don't try to judge your journey with nobody else's. It's an individual walk. Be consistent. Don't be hard on yourself and set realistic goals with yourself. Don't don't be like, um, or I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to eat three eggs for the weekend, uh, two packs of oatmeal. Like that's not being realistic. Do according to what you can do. And if you mess up, you mess up. Just start back over. You know, and 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 get rid of the scale because you you lose inches a lot more faster too than weight. And and push your water intake. Uh, don't think because it's fruit. Oh, I'm eat this fruit. That's that's gonna make me lose weight. No, because a lot mm-hmm. of fruit, a lot of sugar. Yep, because I can't I can't eat bread. I can't eat um uh fruit. I haven't had fruit in almost two months. Yeah, if you drink the water and drink um the uh also the apple cider vinegar, the rag, and like you can mix it in your smoothie. Uh, get ginger that helps with inflammation. Uh, because a lot of times 
we're heavy and, and stuff like that and bloated because of inflammation. Inflammation causes swelling. So just do the basic check up on yourself because it could be anything. And if you you don't have to tell nobody you have issues or dealing with stuff, but be be um be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself and you can do it. You gotta most definitely be honest with yourself. You mm. gotta most definitely hold yourself accountable too, because accountability is key. And you just got to have the right mindset. You know, you just, you got to just have the right mindset. Shift your mindset. You know what I'm saying? It's all about self-love because self-love is the best. Mm-hmm. Yep, it sure is. So we'll be back next week. You know what I'm saying? LaShonda and I, you feel me? You know how we do. So it's F being fat. And yeah, we out.